You are listening to Phil Hewlett and Friends. I'm Phil Hewlett. I thank you for tuning in. This is the talk show where you get nothing but fun, informative, and sometimes unexpected conversation about the stories you care about. You'll hear from the experts, authors, and others. And we hope to put a little smile on your face along the way. On today's show, how do you know for sure your disaster aid donation is getting to the right place? You'll learn how to make it happen every time. And guys, it's time you learned a thing or two about women from a woman who will teach you how to pick up chicks. Let's meet the friends fashionably on time with the news. It's Erin Myers. A popular clothing store under fire for its shirt that some say look like it has Nazi insignia on it. I'll tell you who. With your private party transaction of fun, it's Jay Cappadonia. Moms can be embarrassing. Well, I'm going to tell you about one mom who's doing this to help her son gain friends. And do not look away from his steely gaze. Chris Martin is here. Phil, everyone is gearing up with their Halloween costume ideas for next week, and I have one common accessory you might want to avoid. All right, we want to know about all of these stories and a whole lot more again. Visit our website for all sorts of extra fun, but let's get things started. Aaron, with you, you can get anti-Semitic fashion wear now? Apparently, according to some people, yes, at the store Mango, they are, uh, guess, a little bit in trouble for using a pattern that people say looks similar to a symbol used in Nazi Germany. Now, they market it as a lightning print shirt, but some people are saying the design looks like a victory insignia worn by the secret police and the Hitler Youth during World War II. Uh-oh. Yeah, so on social media, people have been saying things like, oh, look, it's Nazi chic or a- the <laughs> Ava Braun collection, so... <laughs> You know, Jeez. not everybody happy about it. Uh, I, I heard they have the whole line at KK Coles. <laughs> oh boy! Right. Oh one, boy! <laughs> um, it costs. They have that? Oh yeah. No, they don't. Not yet. But uh, fifty nine ninety nine, and it's still on the shelves. So Mango has not removed it, but uh, people are now Mango. Little... That's it. That's in all the shopping malls, right? It's everywhere now. It's originally from Spain, oh. but it's all over the United States now, now. Is it actually a Nazi victory symbol, or is somebody just like got their panties in a bunch and they just don't want it out there? It's a lightning bolt. Well, then what do you want us to wear? Like you tell us, lady or guy who has a problem with the lightning bolt mango shirt, you dictate what you want us to wear. Potato sacks? No, no insignia. None. Plain color. Yes. Just one color. T-shirts, all cotton. Everybody just in uniform. Isn't that kind of that would Nazi? be a little more Nazi That's... Germany? Everyone in your like uniform that matches all the time. Way we to all go. must be the same. Jackass of the week. All right. <laughs> On to the next one, Aaron. You still go to the McDonald's once in a while? Get a a meal. I do. I think, you know, the fries dipped in the ice cream cone, one of the best things ever. Wow. But some people not loving McDonald's right now because it's getting more expensive, Ooh. and that's due to higher wages and food costs. So people are going to other places that are actually sit-down restaurants like IHOP Denny's Chili's because you can actually eat for similar prices. Now, even what are you talking about? How much money are we looking at? In Chicago, for example, you can get a double quarter pounder meal for seven fifty. At some Chili's, they're offering seven to eight dollar combo lunches like quesadillas, salads, everything. Oh. So you can and go sit down versus will, drive through. Somebody will refill your root beer for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, you know, but it, that's kind of ridiculous because you're kind of paying for the convenience to eat in your car. Right. Like, Less messy the, though. No, but I mean, you can't that. go into a Chili's or whatever and get a quesadilla burger, come back out. That's going to go everywhere. 
McDonald's specifically caters to the fatties in their car. So pay a little extra for the convenience, right? How about just antisocial people that don't want to be around public when they're eating? Yeah, and sometimes you go to the drive-thru in your pajamas. You, like, wake up, you're hungover, you're like, screw it, I need grease. I need right. I don't want to go to a, a Chili's and sit down in my Superman pajamas. I don't know, Jay. I th- how do you choose? When I choose a place to eat, how are you, you guys on this? I think in terms of the kind of food they serve and the, and the type of flavor that gets in my head for that moment. Now I'm fixed on that. Okay, I've got to have that. It's like right. I can't remember the last time I said that, frankly, about chilies. Because what's their main ingredient over there? Salt? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> sorry, chilies. Not an advertiser yet. Not yet. I might change my tune <laughs> uh, later on down the line. But just, just the same, you get a hankering. For McDonald's. You know, you have a craving for something, I think. Well, Mickey D's has the best fries. We've discussed this on the show before. Uh So Mickey D's has the best fries. So if if you're in the mood for fries, go to Mickey D's. And I like the the filet fish There you go. Especially during the what Lent, the Lenten it? season, you can get it for a, a buck fifty or whatever they sell it See, for. I still don't yeah. get the filet fish. My dad loves those, and I look at it and I just, yeah, I have to leave the room. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not into the McDonald's burgers. Okay. I, I'm with okay. you on the fries. Yeah, but I the like, burgers are not I like the, the apple pie. Yeah, exactly. But if you're gonna go for a burger, go get a giant Carl's Jr. burger. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it correctly. What are those apple pie boxes made of anyway? I don't know. You know the kind that you they cook on the inside? The little oven boxes? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's got to be one of the greatest inventions ever. Considering I don't cook, everything I make is in a microwave, so I'm used to those little box oh. things when you cook stuff. <laughs> That's my expertise right there, microwave you know, Hey, look cuisine. what I made, a bowl of cereal. Yay! I'm good at that. Yeah. But apparently there's people in Fort Collins that aren't getting their cereal this October. What? Um, I guess people going to the local Albertsons for the annual uh, Count Chalky that comes in this month, and they've found it empty. There is no Count Chocula at both Albertsons and Fort Collins. Count Chocula is out of Stockula? It is. That was very funny. In a not-so-funny way. No, I'm just kidding. Oh! <laughs> shot across the what bat! Has she passed probationary period yet? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah, all right. Well, Hands off. yes. So here we go. So here's why it's gone. Apparently a brewery... A brewery... I can't mm-hmm. say that word. Anyone, a place that makes that beer. makes beer. Black Bottle Brewery mm, brought, uh, uh, bought up all the Count Chocolate Supply because they make cereal beer. Oh, okay. So they've used Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Golden Grams, and like Reese's Puffs. So this October, it is serious, cereallessly Count Chocula is their beer. Wow. So if you are in Fort Collins, though, there is some good news. There is still one store in the area that has Count Chocula. Yeah, well, they don't tell us one dollars a box. <laughs> yeah, right. Good, Inflation good point, now. Chris. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the thing, and it all ties in because Jay is a cereal beer drinker, and yes. um, he's here with uh, this mom. Who went to great lengths, and uh, she went online to try to help out her kid. Huh? Well, a new, in New Orleans, the mom is advertising on Craigslist, okay? And she's offering a job, 15 bucks an hour, okay? That's a good wage for, yeah. for a kid. She is advertising, title, Cool Black Kids Needed. Wait a minute. Where's um, this going? I am going to read you the paragraph that is advertised. My son is having trouble fitting in at school. He gets bullied a lot. I think if some cool black kids would hang out with him, the bullying would stop. Is her right. wait? Is her son? Uh, don't mean to interrupt. I want to hear the rest of it. But is her son a, a not so cool black kid? I don't know, but I'm guessing. Or I'm is he guessing. a white kid? He's like the Urkel. I don't know. It doesn't say. That's a great question. Different if it's a white complexion. Kid? Yeah. To the story. That's really. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I don't know. The story does not say. But she says, perhaps if you occasionally meet him at 7-Eleven or the Stop and Shop, the pay is 15 bucks an hour plus the expenses of your time together, movies, pizza, etc. So she's looking for bodyguards who may or may not turn out to be pals. Exactly. 15 bucks an hour, that's not a bad job. That's actually a really good wage right there. In New Orleans, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good. So what if bikers start showing up? Yeah, I'll hang They're out with cool. your kid. Those are good bodyguards, too. But what if the too? pedo starts showing up, too? Oh, sure. See, yeah. that's the thing. That's that's what's terrible. I, You know, look, moms are embarrassing. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of, I think she's doing it very tongue-in-cheek. But, I, I mean, come on. You can't, you got to let kids grow up. You can't, can't baby them like this. You no, know? if he was getting beat up or harassed before, I'm sure the fact that this story has now reached national media is mm-hmm. certainly going to help his cause. Yeah. Right? Well, he could <laughs> no more wedgies the... for this kid. No. Yeah, exactly. He, he could either become the Mama's coolest boy. kid in school because everybody's talking about it, or it'll be even worse now. No, it, it'll be, yeah. I'm with Chris. I think it's going to be totally yeah. worse. And because the guys are going to walk up to him, hey, what are you hanging out with the dork for? Yeah. Dude, mom's paying me, fool. Yeah. Then it's over. Right, yeah. Then it's over. It's got to go that way if the movie script is written properly. Yeah, but right? I think the way it's got to go is, that, <laughs> no. hey, Craigslist, get over here. Yeah. Uh, the exactly. movie script goes, the guy, you know, he's asked, "Who? why are you hanging out with this dork? And he says, you know, I used to think this kid was a dork, but now that I've gotten to know him, we've become really good friends. Mm-hmm. That's and they the pay movie back city. all the money at the end, <laughs> right. too. I don't, I don't want this money. I don't yeah. need it. I've made a friend for life here. And the here. sun sets and they walk, you know, down yeah. the road Cue the together. music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the tears. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen. No. All right. Very good. Up next, uh, kids and parents... You don't want to stick this in your eye or your eyes for Halloween. Chris has a huge health warning for you next here on Phil Hewlett and Friends. In sports, speed is everything. When it comes to headache relief, speed is the only thing. Introducing Goody's Headache Relief Shot, the all-new liquid fast formula. Just screw off the top, down the shot, and knock back pain for fast, long-lasting relief. Leave headache pain behind with Goody's Headache Relief Shot. Available now at Walgreens. I want to tell you about a spectacular dining experience. It's Ports of Call Waterfront Dining, award-winning service and cuisine with a view of the dynamic L.A. Harbor from every seat. Enjoy daily sunset specials as well as the South Bay's best bottomless champagne brunch. The outdoor harborside patio is a perfect setting for happy hour every weekday from 3 to 8. Ports of Call Waterfront Dining. For reservations and directions, visit portsofcalldining.com or call 310-833-3553. You're listening to Phil Hewlett and Friends. I'm Phil. Aaron, Jay, and Chris are here. Big show for you today. In our second hour, I just want to let you know we're going to take a train ride because uh, our travel guy, Gary Warner, has choo-chooed to just about every place you could choo-choo. You actually still take trains? Like, people take trains? Oh, yeah. yeah. You could go on the... I want to ask him about this. If you could still go on the Orient Express, because I believe you can. What the hell for? It's fun. It's really, it You've is fun. You've done this? Yeah, trains. You can relax, look at the scenery pass by. You can have cocktails and not have to worry about where, you know, driving. They, you, 
they give you special things to wear. There's a concession that says training pants on it, and you can have a good time. <laughs> it's a good way to get down to San Diego for a big event, too, without having to hit well, traffic. Well, that's not a train. Well, I guess that's a, it it's a scenic trip here in Southern California. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll find out what he has to say. That's in our second hour. We have things to tend to now, including, Chris, this uh, warning about something not to do that you already plan on doing for Halloween. What is it? Well, everybody is starting to get together their Halloween costumes. I don't know if you guys have yours selected yet. But one of the accessories that people are using are these decorative contact lenses. And you see them everywhere. You see them over at CVS. They're even at the local gas station. They can make your eyes look like cat eyes or turn them red or black. They sort of add to a costume. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Right. Yeah, yeah. They'll goth you up real good. But uh, the professionals are saying that these contact lenses are not really contact lenses. They're just painted pieces of plastic, and they can permanently damage your vision, even leave you permanently blind if you're not careful. These things are not fitted to the eye. They've led to cuts and open sores in people's cornea, infections, scarring, swelling, all kinds of things. So consult your eye care professional before you go insert one of these (laughs) into your eyes. Lens crafters, they're going to tell me what to do? Right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Or they'll give you the prescription one. And speaking of Halloween and warnings, since I am the bearer of bad news today, (laughs) haunted houses are not for the faint of heart. There was a 16-year-old Ohio teen who was halfway through a haunted house when her heart stopped, and she died right in the middle of the haunted house. Oh, That's no. So not well, cool. Here's Jay yeah. laughing, and we're all like, oh. Well, I mean, come on. Evil Every time chuckle. somebody dies, you're over here having a party. <laughs> well, Maybe. have you ever been to these stupid haunted houses or, like, not scary farm or anything like that? These guys get a little overzealous, and if yes. they find somebody that, that is really freaking out, they, they, go after you. they push. Yeah. Yeah. They push. That guy should be brought up on charges. Well, you're right about those guys pushing and uh though though there is a side note this young lady did have congenital diaphragmatic herniation and only one functioning lung so she w- should not have been in the house in the first place no only so, one lung yeah one lung one functioning lung next so the, thing the state's going to require you to put out a sign only right. only two lungs allowed. They're going to have a medical professional at the front, which yeah. leads to my, yeah. Yeah, you got to take a physical <laughs> right. before you go to the fun house. Yeah. And, and <laughs> then there will be the groups of people with one or less lung, and They're they will start scary. protesting. Protesting, but not very emphatically, oh. just kind of, hey, yeah. we're out here. <laughs> hey, we hey. can't overexert ourselves. <laughs> Giant sign, better excited. read it. <laughs> so, much like the contact lenses, consult a medical professional before yes. going into haunted houses. Please do. Now, there wow. are other ways to have fun around uh, the uh, Halloween time and also around the uh, um, the Christmas time. People put the lights out on their house. But right now, there's a Halloween light show. There's a what now? There's a Halloween light show, and it's uh, it's set to Queen's song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, you all know how that song goes. Right? Oh, yeah. We're not going to play it for you, but this song is in Naperville, Illinois, and this, if you haven't seen it, it's amazing. Last year, the house was set to uh, AWOL Nation's song, Sail. Oh, okay. Uh, Naperville's a suburb of Chicago, by the way. But if you want to see this, we have the video for you. It's on our show fun page at philhewlettandfriends.com. you got to check that out because it is just, just spectacular. And on the subject of Halloween, Aaron... 
You might get attacked by zombies if you're out and about. So how do you survive? you got to learn. Where do you go? You need to go to Zombie Survival Camp, of course. Of um, course. Yes. Awesome. Apparently it does exist, and it's actually been around for a while. Um, it's in, there's, well, I guess many, but there's one in New Jersey that has been very successful for the, about the last six, seven years, and actually has like a 36% profit margin. So it's doing well, and they teach you survival skills at this zombie survival camp, and they said that um, they host, like, corporate retreats to help build leadership skills and management skills. Even well, the big fun. companies like Buffalo Wild Wings have been there. So this is the kind of stuff they do. They uh, have rifle and shotgun firearm training, crossbow training, health classes, knife oh, throwing, cool. all sorts of stuff. And How do you kill a zombie? you got to shoot it in the head. Does it have or to be can... a particular kind of bullet or just anything? No. no. Not, it's not a werewolf. It's so. just the head well, that was zombies. I don't know. I'm not yes. right. on this stuff. What <laughs> The Walking Dead, that's what it, that and a bunch of the zombie movies, they're kind of what set this trend off. Um, but yeah, you can either. But you can know, you get the... sanctuary from zombies, Jay? Mm. I believe you can. A British company is marketing the first zombie fortification cabin. Tiger Log Cabins has unveiled the first whatever zombie proof cabin. It goes for over a hundred and uh, over a hundred grand. Delivery is free. Costs $20,000 to install, and it guarantees an anti-zombie zone for 10 years. For 10 years? 10 years. Jay, how much money did you say we had to throw away? I mean, pay for this? (laughs) Uh, It's actually 112 grand. Wow. That's not too bad, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Great investment. It's not bad. It's got uh, barbed wire, reinforced windows, an escape hatch, a storage unit, upper deck with 360-degree views, and uh, for spotting the undead is what it says. (laughs) You can also add security cameras, solar panels, blah, 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 blah. Someone will buy it. Yeah. Well, will. have you seen these uh, doomsday preppers? This mm-hmm. is what it kind of like reminds me of. The people that bury their house or yeah. bury a house underground. Right. And Ridiculous. they can live there forever. Yeah. Yeah, a bunker. People yeah, will bunker. buy anything. But there's a Florida mom. She's not too happy that Toys R Us is selling Breaking Bad action figures. Wait, what? <laughs> and she's launched what? an online petition to get them removed from the shelves. Uh, the woman's name is Susan Shrive... Shrive... Jur? Close enough. Shrive Jur. Yeah, brewery. Anyway, she says the uh, even though the toys are advertised for ages 15 and up, they send the wrong message about drugs. And well, yeah. I don't know if you've seen them, but they have uh, they have guns. They have little trays of crystal meth. No. You know it would yes. be even better if they were act- if that was like candy crystal meth that they sold in there. Oh. That's horrible that I just said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? In every way. But I mean, like little candy, like Pop Rocks like or something. dispensers. I mean, they're already selling like it. It's <laughs> bad enough, so they might as well keep going. Like the old Pez dispensers, Exactly. Though? These guys do the uh, blue ice or whatever. Right. Was. Hey, you want to see more about this Jeez, uh, on, on our blog? blog page, I put up a video, a report from NBC on there that you can see all about this. But the interesting thing is, Brian Cranston, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, he's the Breaking Bad guy. Uh, he, Heisenberg. Heisenberg, especially. He uh, responded to the, the whole thing uh, in a, uh, a, a tweet. Uh, and here's what the tweet says. Um, he said, I'm so mad, I'm burning my Florida mom action figure in protest. That's uh, hilarious. That he's such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. He is such a cool guy. I like him a yeah, lot. I don't think he's worried about the, the kids that are going to buy this. 
No, but, uh, you know, I can see where the mom has an issue. You know, sell the action figures at a comic book store. It's not a toy store. Because the guns, you can't be mad about the guns because an aisle over, they got G.I. Joes and they yeah. got guns and tanks and everything else. It's the drugs. Oh, yes. speaking of guns. Yes. There's something very cool and patriotic. I I love this, okay, because I am a gun advocate. I believe everybody should carry. I believe everybody should have one, right? Well, there's a business, there's a gun range in Colorado that specializes in musical shooting ranges. This guy takes a 22 caliber and does the Star Spangled Banner. Can we give a little little bit more here? <laughs> He's a good shot. I love this. It's very cool. It's yeah, just kind yeah. of fun, right? But then you you really don't want to stand up during this anthem, do you? No. You want to take cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Run. Exactly. But it's kind of cool. Like uh, they, you can actually buy some of these musical targets and set them up in your house or, or not in your house, but like on your own range. <laughs> in your house, that'd be safe. Yeah, or take them out to the desert, and you know when you go out shooting and whatever, and you can have just some fun with it. It just adds a different element to you know getting used to a gun and shooting a gun. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Got to put the pling in life. There you go. Look at you. Hey, Man, you are so you call funny it? today. When you go out into the desert with your cans on a on a little hill and you shoot at the cans, it's called plinging, right? Or is well, it plinking? It's plinking if you have a tiny gun. I go out and I blow crap up. Oh. <laughs> like, you do it right? That's what we do. You blow stuff up? Take the big guns out and you let them eat. That's like, what you do. Like abandoned cars? That's right. Yeah. Ooh. Well, windshields. Really? Oh, yeah. You can go to the Abandoned car windshields. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> we just want to clarify. Yeah. We don't have anybody <laughs> driving or anywhere near the targets in that case, we In case to you're a up. member of uh, law enforcement, <laughs> law enforcement, no, you don't want to uh, You don't want to go after Jay. He's a law-abiding individual. Most of the time. Hey, you know what? There are so many different ways to donate money to people in other places that are hit by earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, and the like. But... How do you know your money gets to the people who need it the most? I bet you've asked that question a lot. Well, you're going to hear from somebody who's made this her mission to give you that important peace of mind, and she joins us next right here on Phil Hewlett and Friends. Thanks for tuning in. It's Phil Hewlett and Friends. I'm Phil. Aaron, Jay, and Chris are here, and we're glad you're here. When natural disasters hit, and you know they do all the time, Americans are counted on to give generously, and that's because we do that time in and time again. Time in and time out. Time and time again. I'll get the the saying correct. (laughs) But where does that money go? You worry about that a little bit, don't you? Sharon Lipinski is a nationwide expert on giving circles. We'll find out what those are in a moment. She's a speaker and a military wife, and she joins us live now to talk about this very issue. Uh, Sharon, thank you very much. This is a pretty common concern amongst people who think about giving. Will my money just end up in on some bureaucrat's desk or worse, in his pocket? And it's it's got to diminish the potential for a lot of important fundraisers, right? I think it does. But the good news is, is that really there are things that you can ask so that you can do a better job up front making sure your donation is going to accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. Would that be donating to one of them concerts they always have online or on TV? Well, it's not my preferred way of donating. 
I, I, I kind of like to think of those things more as entertainment. You know, so if you're enjoying the show and you want to donate, you know, give some money to enjoy the show, I think that's great. You know, I kind of think of it as the ALS bucket challenge. That was more of an entertainment sort of thing versus charitable donations. Yeah, I think uh, we wondered as well what's happening with all that money. But Jay, mm-hmm. uh, Jay, further to Jay's question here, are all the big names like Red Cross, Salvation Army pretty good bets or are all bets off once the money reaches a foreign land? Well, it really depends on what you want to accomplish as a donor. And so I recommend that before people donate for a natural disaster, they they think about these four questions. And one you have to ask, is this a legitimate charity? Because any time that there are emotions involved and during natural disasters, emotions are involved, scammers are going to come up. Is there a quick and easy way to figure out whether it's a legitimate charity? Uh, Well... You can go check uh, Charity Navigator and GuideStar, and that's a good place to start. Charity Navigator, two different places or the same thing? Charity Navigator is one, and then GuideStar is another place where you can check. GuideStar will help you find out, are they filing their tax documents with the IRS? Yeah. Okay, well, that's important. So that's the first question you asked. You said there were four. What else? How much of your donation is going to go to the disaster? So now, for example, when you donate to the Red Cross, oftentimes you're donating to the general Red Cross fund. And that might be okay. You might be okay with that. But if you do want to make sure that your donation is going directly to, you know, say the Philippines or New Orleans, wherever that disaster is, you need to make ex- take extra steps to make sure that that happens. Okay, very good. What else? Third, do they have sufficient oversight to prevent your donation from being embezzled or wasted? And this is very important in disaster situations because things are in chaos. And if they don't have appropriate oversight, things can get lost, misplaced very easily. So you need to ask, how is this charity making sure your money is well spent? Okay, and number four. Finally, are they qualified to do this kind of work? One of the things that I recommend people avoid doing when donating during a disaster is donating to newbies. This is not the place for people who haven't done this sort of work before. You're talking about places that are in chaos with their infrastructure. So, you know, when people come in, they can be clogging up ports and airports. They could be delivering goods to people who've already gotten goods, and then these people aren't here, aren't getting anything. This is not a time to donate to newbies, so you really do want to direct your donation to the people who are qualified to do this kind of work. Don't you think that most people just donate to feel better about themselves? Yes, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's wonderful that we can do something great for other people and feel good about it. But we can't take the easy way out. We have to give, but we also have to do a little legwork and make sure that we're giving to the right places. Right. All right. In your in the introduction, when we brought you on the air here, we I mentioned something called Giving Circles. What is that? So a Giving Circle is a donation team. And so one of the ways that you know people like us, we're so busy and we have budgets and all these things, we don't have a lot of extra resources, but we don't have to do it alone. So you can create your own Giving Circle. I have uh, Giving Circles that are virtual, uh, but anybody can have a giving team. And you pull your small donations. So that instead of just donating like $25, you can donate thousands of dollars. But also, who has time to, you know, research this charity or report on this cause so that, you know, when you share the work, you can make great donations in, in a fraction of the time. 
Yeah. All right. Very good. And and you have something called, or you founded something called Change Gangs. Is that a giving circle? Yeah, so those are my virtual giving circles, and so we organize around causes that I'm very passionate about. I'm a military wife, so I'm very passionate about our veterans. I'm also passionate about uh, supporting pets, and I'm also passionate about ending poverty. So we have one giving circle around each of those different causes, and and that's what we do is we research to make sure that our donations are going to make a big difference. Can you really get complete control of the path your donation takes? I mean, Haiti jumps out immediately at me right now. That uh, all the millions of dollars that went over there and really next to nothing was done after the fact. Yeah, so Haiti is, is a great example of disaster aid gone wrong. On the other hand, Rwanda is an example of disaster aid, aid gone right, and they've done a phenomenal job. And one of the differences in that country is the oversight that was given by the government. Uh, so that kind of comes back to, you know, asking, uh, you know, is there sufficient oversight to make sure these donations are well used? All right. And uh, Chris has a question for you. Is there is there an avenue to make a living getting into charitable organizations? Like when you talk about sufficient oversight, say someone wants to get into charity but also wants to, like, provide for their family and have a nice living. Is there uh, an avenue where a person can make a good living in these nonprofit organizations? So you're you're wondering, you know. Chris is looking for work. Yeah, and that's I'm always <laughs> I'm always looking for work, and I'm wondering what the upside is. It seems like something like this would be hard to make a good living at, or is that possibility out there? You know that that's a good question, and I'm sure that there are people out there doing it. You know, like Char- Charity Navigator, GuideStar. Again, those are large organizations that are helping put information out there to help. You know, just people make good charitable. That's good. I think what Chris is saying, if you're not motivated by your heart, you, you should uh, it dangle a carrot out there to motivate the pocketbook right. and you'll get more people involved and and there ultimately the the upshot will be more people donating because you have people who want to as chris put it provide for their family getting involved in nonprofits you know, I, I think that's a really interesting point because we really have a different set of rules for nonprofits than we do with for-profits. That somehow, if you make money doing good, it doesn't, you know, it's no longer good. And I don't know where that rule came about, but you know, I think you know Chris has a point, and we should you know, spend more money paying the people who run nonprofits. I I Mark heard. this day on the calendar. Chris had a point. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Holy <laughs> moly! Right. I'm just kidding. Hire all right. professionals. Now, this is all very important uh, stuff. It's new to me. These give, this giving circles concept is new to me, so it probably is to others who are listening to this. Mm-hmm. Where can people learn more about it? Well, they can visit uh, my website, livinggenerouslyeveryday.com, and on there I have a really wonderful ebook uh, about how to make small donations that make a really big impact. So lots of great advice in there, like how to donate when you're broke. And my favorite part about the book, though, is the three-level charity evaluation system. So you can use this to evaluate any charity before you donate, so you can feel much better about where your donations are going. That's fantastic. And uh, just double-checking, and yes, we have a link on our links page to your website. At, so that's at philhewlettandfriends.com. Check it out there. And Sharon Lipinski, thank you very much for enlightening us on this. And uh, it, it's only a matter of time before there's going to be another call and another big need for uh, for donations. So it's good to know that this is out there. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, Sharon Lipinski. And so coming up next on the program, we're going to uh, take almost a complete U-turn. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris was looking for work. Mm-hmm. He also uh, was talking about uh, supporting his family, but he uh, doesn't hasn't started one yet. 
maybe our next guest can help them with that. Linda Gross is the men's advocate. Believe it or not, we're going to have a woman on the show who's going to teach men how to pick up women. And that's next, right here on Phil Hewlett and Friends. In sports, speed is everything. When it comes to headache relief, speed is the only thing. Introducing Goody's Headache Relief Shot, the all-new liquid fast formula. Just screw off the top, down the shot, and not back pain for fast, long-lasting relief. Leave headache pain behind with Goody's Headache Relief Shot, available now at Walgreens. Here's a great idea for your next outing, a cruise of the L.A. Harbor on a Spirit Cruises yacht. Whether you have a large party, a company outing, wedding reception, a reunion, or you need the perfect setting for a romantic evening, Spirit Cruises offers everything you need to relax and enjoy your time on the water. For a limited time, enjoy Sunday brunch at Portsacal Waterfront Dining right next door, and the first Spirit Cruises Harbor Cruise of the Day is free. For more information, call 310-548-8080 or visit Spirit Marine. All right, here we go. We are uh, saving the planet with this program today in oh so many ways. And now, guys... We're going to help you out. It's time you tapped into your innate skills to win over women. It's okay to be a man again and interact with women on your own terms. I have no clue what I'm talking about, you realize, right? But Linda Gross is a men's advocate and the author of the book, Mastering Women, The Definitive Guide to Understanding and Being Effective with Women. Uh, Books available in our store at philhewlettandfriends.com. She joins us live right now. Linda, hello. Well, hello. Thank you very much for having me. You champion men being men. Absolutely. Let's bring men back. Yeah, how about that? (laughs) I love it. And after all the societal change over the past 40 or 50 years, what does that even mean anymore, being a man? It means everything in the eyes of most of uh, America, especially female America. I think they've done a pretty good job over the decades since women's lib to squash men. You guys have been made ineffective and womanized. Preach on, Linda. Yes, you are. You're idiots. You're cavemen. I mean, all the derogatory terms you can think of. And I'm here to put a stop to it because I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of being called a caveman and an idiot, frankly. (laughs) Yeah. I see the opposite sometimes, too, though, where men are now more female. Male, feminine, feminine. Yes, yeah, not female, but it's feminine. called metro. Metro, and, yes. Yeah. Okay, Whatever. metro. They're the little... invention of men's skinny like, jeans see... was the decline of society <laughs> from you, the beginning. Do you see that, Linda, where men have become more feminine? Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole plan since w- women's lib is to make men more feminized. I've picked a bad day to wear capris. So <laughs> and um, those sandals. I, so, are you setting out then to right this wrong? I am. Of course. How are you doing this? Well, you know, I think Mother Nature is not stupid. If Mother Nature would have wanted one sex, it would have created just one sex. There's two sexes for a reason. We are absolutely not the same. That's one of the biggest lies that women tell are, you know, the sexes are the same just because I can... I, as a female, can earn a paycheck. I'm the same as you. I'm equal to you. It's all, it's all bunk. <laughs> there are two sexes for a reason. Each sex has its own set of strengths. Each sex has its own set of weaknesses. 
And we're supposed to come together and balance each other, you know, and, you know, bridge that gap. We're not here to be the same as, as, as a woman. We're not here to be the same as a man. It doesn't work that way. It does not work well that way. And our men today are suffering. A lot of men today are either checking out and they're not playing the game or they're going on the other end of the spectrum, which is also a form of checkout too. And they're becoming the a-holes and the players and the jerks and the cocky ones. So basically there's no guys that are in the middle anymore. There's no guys that are real authentic men. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, Hello. (laughs) Uh, You got three men in here that would disagree with that last one. But I do, I do. We all have those friends. That are mm-hmm. that are one side or the other. So we totally get what you're saying. So what percentage? Right. Well, let, let's back up a little bit because I want to get a little a better feel of what you found in the men that you interviewed for your book. Some twenty thousand men, by the way. What did you find out? And and how many of these guys did you give your phone number to? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mix business and pleasure. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, smart woman. Okay. Uh, to, mainly, I don't. But I think one or two did slip through the cracks, and oh, I didn't. Oh, 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 good for you, Linda. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come here. I want to interview you. You want to be a star? Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what percentage of the men that you spoke to then had ju- have just given up on dating? And what are they doing instead? Strip clubs, prostitutes, internet porn, priesthoods? Wow. <laughs> You, you, like you, na- you rattled them off, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think um, probably there's a, a large group that are resigned. They're just sitting over there in the corner. They're waiting for the girl to hit on them, the girl to walk over to them, the girl to take the risk, the girl to ask the phone number or you know ask them out on a date. I would say that group is sizable. Typically, that group is someone who has already been married, they're divorced now, they're new on the dating scene, all the rules have changed, and they're just lost. Like, none of the rules that worked before they got married work, and it's just a a whole new ball game. I would say probably at least 35% fit in that category. They're just resigned. Wow. Um. The players, the cocky guys, the the a-holes, all that kind of stuff, probably, you know, add another 30% or so that are in that category. Well, there's Um, 60% of the guys right there. Oh, man. (laughs) I know. And the 30% that are in the middle, 5% of guys are real authentic guys, in my opinion. The rest of them, sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they flounder. They could use help. They're projects. Their yeah, well, it depends on what kind of mood we're in, Phil. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> you know, I'm in the same mood every day, Jay. What are you talking oh, about? Oh well, yeah. but good luck, ladies. <laughs> yeah. This is the the upshot right here. Good luck, ladies. Yeah, especially I, because of that five percent of eligible men, probably ninety percent of them are in a relationship. I yeah. would <laughs> right. <you know>? Right. <laughs> the good ones are always taken. Pickens, lady. Are are women confused by the mixed messages in society today as well? No, they're, they've created it. They, oh. So it's not that they're confused, but then not only have they created it, but then they sit around complaining that there's no good men. Hello? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you right. created this mess. And, you this know, mess. I have said that for so long now. They sit around, they watch the stupid housewives show, they sit around with their glass of wine, and they just bitch, and it's like, what are you doing? You have made this the problem. It's inter- I've actually right. seen a friend do something before where she took a you know a pretty nice guy and turned him into what you're saying the a hole the, the the jerk and then it backfired and on her so I've I've seen that happen. 
What are right. the What are the main mistakes? Uh, we're speaking with Linda Gross, by the way. She's the men's advocate, and she has a book called Mastering Women, uh, and it's in our store uh, for you to go get right now. So what are the, the basic mistakes that men make today because of all the mixed signals out there? Well, we have the first generation of young men today who were raised by these single women, the single women from Women's Lib. The reason why those women were single is because because of the advent of the pill that gave them a lot of liberty. Now they could like continue their school or they could go to work. And because of that, they did go to work. They earned a paycheck. They divorced all of the men of the day. It was the highest divorce rate in our history. So we currently have a generation of young men who were raised by these single moms. The single moms told them and brainwashed them that you need to be a nice guy. You need to respect women. You need to honor women. And that might uh, that advice might hold true when teaching a female child. But when teaching a male child, it just kind of doesn't even make sense. Well, you're not saying so, the opposite is true. You don't want you a man to go up out a little bit. disrespect yeah. and dishonor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying to rough them up, but I think we have an overabundance of nice guys. And the number one question that men asked me during my 20,000 people interview was, why does nice guy not work? On a biological level, it doesn't it doesn't work because Mother Nature typically made men bigger, badder, stronger, faster than the women for a reason, and it was to protect and provide. Back in the day, in caveman days, some ten thousand years ago, um, he and his fellow men had to go out into the wild. And you know, get the animal. Or but kill you know what? Prey, you can get an app or a drone, and but... all that stuff gets delivered to your doorstep. <laughs> they, so uh, you know, all of the responsibilities. Drive by the hair during those days. Oh though. yeah, the caveman right. days. So, oh my so goodness. Call them the good old days, Aaron. Now we have markets. <laughs> we don't need all of that. Yeah. But we still need a guy that will stand behind us because of your strength to protect and provide. Now, provide is not. I'm going to expand the word provide. Back in the day, it used to only mean financial provide. But um, now there's probably 12 different avenues that you can provide. You can provide because of your intellect. You can provide because you're teaching her something. You can provide spiritually, emotionally. You can be emotionally there for her. Anyway, I can go on and on. There's like 12 different categories that you can see in my book of how you can provide that have nothing to do with financially, here's my paycheck. All right. Well, so that's that's what's women. That is what women are looking for. They want someone to have their back. So, yeah. in the event of a threat or an emergency, just like ten thousand years ago, she wants to know you're man enough for the job. So, for example, if you're the nice guy and you're holding her purse at the mall, <laughs> if there is a threat, if there's like a bomb at the mall or there's some earthquake happening or some other disaster, she's not going to look to the guy that's holding her purse. God, no. No, she's of course she look isn't. for someone who can physically remove her from that threat. That's and right. And just so, the, so you know, guys, uh, we... Uh, don't mean that when there is a threat that you do stand behind your lady. We expect that you're going to stand in front of her and protect her, right? Right. Well, at some point, you got to shield yourself, right? No. That's what I no? thought. My last one probably would have pushed me first in oh. front. So. <laughs> Linda's book is in the store at philhewlettandfriends.com. She has links on our links page as well. Hey, that's it for hour one of the program. There's so much more to come, including an app that delivers weed to your doorstep, the creepy clown update, 
and the most powerful man in the world puts a guy in his place and then hits on his girlfriend. Those stories and more coming up in our second hour of Phil Hewlett and Friends. In sports, speed is everything. When it comes to headache relief, speed is the only thing. Introducing Goody's Headache Relief Shot, the all-new liquid fast formula. Just screw off the top, down the shot, and knock back pain for fast, long-lasting relief. Leave headache pain behind with Goody's Headache Relief Shot. Available now at Walgreens. Here's a great idea for your next outing. A cruise of the L.A. Harbor on a Spirit Cruises yacht. Whether you have a large party, a company outing, wedding reception, a reunion, or you need the perfect setting for a romantic evening, Spirit Cruises offers everything you need to relax and enjoy your time on the water. For a limited time, enjoy Sunday brunch at Portsacall Waterfront Dining right next door, and the first Spirit Cruises Harbor Cruise of the Day is free. For more information, call 310-548-8080 or visit spiritmarine.com. You're listening to Phil Hewlett and Friends. This is hour two of the talk show where you get nothing but fun, informative, sometimes unexpected conversation about the stories you care about. You'll hear from the experts, authors, and others, and we hope to put a little smile on your face along the way. This hour, we'll take you on a train to exotic locations and Seven Scientific Facts About Breasts. There's the uh, long and the short of what we're talking about this hour, but there's more, so much more. The friends are here. Erin Myers is shaking her head. Oh she boy. can't believe what she stepped uh. into today. Jake Cappadonia is here with a giant grin on his face. And, Number one, they're awesome. And uh, Chris Martin has only recently been weaned. He is here. And uh, we... <laughs> Sorry. That was funny. Well, see, we worked it all in, didn't we? We have a lot of of ground to cover this hour, and so, Aaron, why don't we start with you now and the story we're with at the moment. There's a new app that'll get you high. Yes, this is a big deal. I mean, we can actually already get, you know, food delivered to us. You can get alcohol delivered to you based on apps. Well, now in Los Angeles, because of Nest Drop, Medical marijuana users can get marijuana delivered to their homes. What's it called? Nest Drop. Nest Drop. Nest Drop, this app. So, yeah, if you are in L.A., you can, if you have a medical marijuana license and a photo of the doctor's recommendation, you give it to this app, and within an hour, you can have any kind of marijuana you want. As long as it's uh, medically. It has to be medically right now, and I guess they're going to try to, you know— put this up in other places around the country too and see how it goes but only an hour and you can have pizza alcohol and weed so what at the, your door. what kind of ailment do you need to qualify for Any. a prescription yeah what, like you name it my Hangnail? finger hurts yeah yes that'll get it huh yeah medically i think just means more expensive until it gets <laughs> legalized well mm-hmm. uh, yeah medical marijuana is just a scam for smoking marijuana for a lot of people but then there right. are those there the, I, we don't want to discount the people who are actually being oh, no. helped in pain. yes there yes. are people that oh look there's a Legit. there's a prescription right there. We're being shown one from the control room. All right, well, th- good. And it wasn't... Do you tip the guy? Do you tip the guy that delivers your marijuana to your door? Oh. That's interesting. And if so, what do you tip? Something. Yeah. You tip him money. I don't know. Do the Meals on Wheels ladies get tipped? Probably. Well, that's an... they Isn't do. That a nonprofit or? I'm yeah, not sure. I, I would think. Well, they're not. That's yeah, out of the good out of the goodness of your heart. Because the Meals on Wheels ladies are volunteers. Yes. So do you invite them in? 
share your meal. Yeah. You See, want- that's what I would think. It's like, hey, dude, you want to get high? You know, like, hey, man, you brought it over. Yeah. Want to toke up? So, real what quick? would be a what would be an appropriate tip? A pinch out of the bag? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're probably your right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, man. Here you go. Yeah. You want to take a bong rip before you go, man? Yeah. All right, Aaron. We know our people who know you. Yes. Know that you're a crazy cat lady. I am. And you're proud of it. I am. You have to be proud of something like that. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. We haven't had a crazy cat story from you in a while. Do you have one today? I do. This is a poor little kitty and vodka and how they go together. Uh Uh-oh. So this little cat, Missy, apparently was attacked by mean thugs who covered her in antifreeze. So I guess they rushed her to the vet, and Missy ended up getting fed an alcohol drip with vodka because apparently that actually helps get rid of the antifreeze. And apparently she went through like half a liter of vodka. She was a little intoxicated and was yeah. batting at things and Wait missing. A, a half a liter. How heavy is a cat? Like eight pounds, ten pounds? I mean, I think it was slowly given to her. It wasn't all at once. But, um, yeah, she was trying to, you know, hit pens and kept missing. And yeah. she's okay, though. She survived the antifreeze wow. because of vodka. Do we know, like, the medical reason why the vodka... Like flushed out the antifreeze. And I, well, translated because what Jay is asking here, Aaron. How does it is, work? Would this work on us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it might. It might because vodka. They said the ethanol in it it neutralizes the substance, the poison in the antifreeze. Wow. Yes. It's like so a just, miracle substance. But if for some reason you in- ingest antifreeze, we've got more problems. Yeah, but exactly. So. <laughs> if you have a corn allergy, though, can you go for the potato vodka? Will that still work? It's worth a shot. Right. Why not? Get it? See what you did there. <laughs> worth a worth shot. A shot. Wow. <laughs> How about that? Okay, uh, Jay, we're not coming to you yet, but I'm using you as a springboard for this next story. It's Aaron's story because we know that you and the GF are uh, fairly serious. Yes. Shagging up a little bit. More than serious, (laughs) but yeah. Leaving your place to move into hers? I am. Yeah? I'm leaving the beach, Phil. That's love. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, considering where she lives, too, it's it's near the water, but it's not the prettiest part of the water, right? Close enough. Yeah, okay. Closer, <laughs> We're good. To, closer to the studio. I like that. Yeah, exactly, right? Yes, right. but no, we are very, very serious. And, uh, you know, and it may, are one thing may lead to another. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Hopefully. has I, some advice for I, you with this next story. I did. I oh. saw this, and I thought of them first thing. Because one day, if you guys get married... There is a perfect place to have your wedding for $1 million. For what now? $1 million. (laughs) And that is all. Apparently, at La Valencia in California, here in California, um, for $1 million, you get this wedding package that includes a private yacht, five-star chefs, professional photography, florists, Hollywood makeup artists, and your very own designer gown just for you, plus... What about for his bride? They'll have to decide who gets the, the one designer gown on this one. But, I mean, even your guests. You have 125 guests who get to go. There's housekeepers, waiters, concierge, private jets, everything for $1 million. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You're celebrating the love between two people. You need to spend about, I don't know, ten grand, and you're good. Rent a yeah. bungalow somewhere in a park. Have a barbecue. Hot dogs, hamburgers. You're in, you're out. Do you? Yes. Do you? Yes. Kiss her. You're done. Is she on board with this? Absolutely not. Okay. I was going to say, can you get away with the hot dogs and hamburgers? I was wondering about that one. Not at all. Fire up the barbecue. No big deal. (laughs) That's the way I'd like to do it. But no, there there has to be a reception hall, and we got to decide if we want to do church or not. It's like, well, a million bucks? That's ridiculous. You could do the Kickstarter thing. Really? They have them for, for weddings, too. 
I forget. There's a I name for it. Yeah. Anybody know what the name is? Yeah, it's called the uh, father-in-law. Oh, and right. That's the Kickstarter campaign <laughs> exactly. for the wedding. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm getting texts. Nope, nope, nope to all of my suggestions. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Congratulations there, Bucko. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if you uh, if you happen to find yourself in the hospital and you you have to get a procedure done, and they put you out, you have to come to the hopefully correct assumption that you will be treated with dignity while you're out. That is very true. Guy in Delaware had to go into uh, surgery, and he says, "You know, hey, look, man." You know, when you go to the hospital and you dress in uh, or you go to the hospital, you're going to go for surgery. You don't wear a suit and tie. He's probably in his pajamas, just like, you know, whatever, pair of shorts. He's cool. He is now suing in Superior Court, the hospital, because he says when he awoke from his surgery, he was wearing pink underwear. Pink uh, ladies. <laughs> ladies underwear. Underwear. He actually went in for a colonoscopy, uh, colonoscopy in 2012, so this case has been going on and going on. First, <laughs> the first time he brought it to court, the judge threw it out, so he filed an appeal, blah, 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 so that's why he's in superior court. But I just thought it was hilarious. You go in, you're wearing your shorts, you go in for a colonoscopy, which is embarrassing enough, and then they put a pair of uh, <laughs> pink ladies' panties on you? Get out of here. Some people like guys like pink panties, I'm sure. Well, that's the whole thing. So, this guy doesn't. Obviously. Well, last week we. You, so he says. Aaron, I think you had the story about the nurse that was just annoyed by patients, and she started poisoning them and, mm-hmm. and killing them, and, and so on. So this is uh, this is a step in the right direction, where you just come out with some panties on. <laughs> that's not yeah. so bad. You survived. He's, he's still alive. Still alive, but he's suing for severe emotional. Distress. Wonder what he said. I think that would make me laugh if that happened. If I woke up, be like, really? Wonder what he said to Chrome the staff, you know, before he was going under. Well, if he if that's the case. I mean, he could have wore him in and said, I've got this brilliant idea. I'm oh. going to sue the hospital because they gave me severe emotional distress. Well, so. well, there's no way because then the people that took him off and put him on would know, right? There'd be credible witnesses. I don't know. You they don't... just retched into the old retched. They just reached into the old panty drawer when they couldn't find his and oh, just throw these <laughs> on them. The lost yeah. and found. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just reach into the lost and found. Have you seen those old panties? They can make you wretch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what happens? You're out, you know, with your with your lady and uh, the most powerful guy on the planet walks up and starts hitting on your girlfriend. You're going to stand up for her, right? <laughs> you say, have at it. Uh, is that what you say? No. You'd be uh, kind of flattered by that. You know right? what I'm talking about? Bit. Okay. Uh, you want to hear at least the audio of this. It's coming up next. It's the, What did the president say to the guy when he tried to get him to stop what the president was doing? Or at least what he thought he was doing. But you decide for yourself when you hear the audio. Chris has the story next right here on Phil Hewlett and Friends. In sports, speed is everything. When it comes to headache relief, speed is the only thing. Introducing Goody's Headache Relief Shot, the all-new liquid fast formula. Just screw off the top, down the shot, and knock back pain for fast, long-lasting relief. Leave headache pain behind with Goody's Headache Relief Shot. Available now at Walgreens. 
I want to tell you about a spectacular dining experience. It's Ports of Call Waterfront Dining, award-winning service and cuisine with a view of the dynamic L.A. Harbor from every seat. Enjoy daily sunset specials as well as the South Bay's best bottomless champagne brunch. The outdoor harborside patio is a perfect setting for happy hour every weekday from 3 to 8. Ports of Call Waterfront Dining. For reservations and directions, visit portsofcalldining.com or call 310-833-3553. Yes, it is. Phil Hewlett and friends, you found us. Don't lose us. Bookmark the website. Register for the uh, RSS feed in whatever player you like. We're everywhere. We're on iTunes. We're in Spreaker. We're on Stitcher. You can't throw a rock out of a window and not hit this show. It's it's playing on somebody's phone, or it can be. <laughs> you know when I plug my phone in, the yeah. iTunes podcast app comes up, yeah. and instantly the show starts That's every right. time I get in my car. That's the way to do it. It's awesome. And then you have your Bluetooth on. You can listen to us in the car. Ready to go. When That's I open my browser, the first thing that pops up, philhewlittandfriends.com. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Well, maybe it's the second thing that pops up. What's but. the first then? <laughs> <laughs> but right after that first thing, there it is. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, Chris, while we have you, uh, the uh, the president, um, quick-thinking guy on his feet in a good situation, but uh, this could have gone sour in a, in a hurry. Tell us about it. Well, the president was in Chicago. He was uh, visiting a voting booth making sort of a rare appearance around this election season, and he's standing right next to this woman in the voting booth, and they have these little cloth separators in front of them. They're probably three feet apart, and this woman's boyfriend walks by, walks right up to the president and says, hey, Mr. President, don't touch my girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> so the president wittingly responds as such. I really wasn't planning on it. I'm sorry. Please I know. Now, there's, there's an example of a brother just, just embarrassing you for no reason. Just embarrassing. Just for no reason whatsoever. I knew he was going to say some smart, but I didn't know what he was going to say. And now you'll be going back home and talking to your friends about the family. What's his name? Mike. Well done. Then he gives her a kiss on the cheek and Oh, she was putty in his hands. Mm-hmm. Did you hear her? She's yeah. giggling. Yeah. It's I'm the president f- of the United States. I'm, what, what does it mean, Aaron, when a girl says, I'm freaking out right now? What does that mean? She's freaking out right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Pretty okay. much. Yeah. All right. He played She's it going nuts. real calm. And then the, the boyfriend responded. He said, uh, it was awkwardly quiet in there. Everyone was just taking pictures of the president. I wanted to loosen the mood. And he said, I'm glad it worked out that way. Yeah, he's successful. You know, the one thing about the president, say what you want about him, and it's not a surprise that I'm you know, not such a huge fan, he really can talk to his audience. Saying that's that's the the perfect example of a brother mm-hmm. making a fool out of himself. Mike's a fool. He talked directly to her, so I, I got to hand it to him. Yeah, there well was a done. bunch of comments because uh, the stories gained some popularity, and most of the comments are, he just seems like a guy I'd like to hang out with, regardless of what they feel about his politics. Yeah, you know, you know what? The, to get all the way up to that spot, 
to be president of the United States. You have States. to have a certain charisma. Generally speaking, you're going to be a guy people want to sit down and talk with, no matter what their politics Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Some uh, some interesting fellows. We'll sit down, have a beer. There talk you go. about the Iraqi crisis and ISIL. Yeah. No, I screwed it up. I mean, what? Uh, what? <laughs> no, huh? sorry. Hey, uh, here's some science for you. You like science? Yes. According to a roundup of scientific facts about boobs. Oh, goody. The kind of boobs that you like can tell a lot about you. All right. Science is now able to prove it. And this is uh, courtesy of our friends over at Salon.com. They put together a list of the seven supposedly scientific facts about breasts. And let's check them out. Uh, The amount of money you have dictates the kind of boobs you like. If you're uh, poor, you want busty cleavage. But if you're rich, you like them small. Interesting. Doctors think that a hefty rack signals fat reserves which uh, appeals to guys with meager incomes. What are you covering up for over there? <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. It's just cold in here. Yeah. Well, yeah. we do that on purpose. More science <laughs> More science for you. We'll see. Keep an eye on, uh, on Aaron on this one. Hungry men also like an ample chest. But if you're full, you want a smaller chest. So your boob preference can actually fluctuate over the course of a meal. If your stomach's growling. Interesting. Wow. God, guys are idiots. I know. <laughs> At least you said it, not me. If, <laughs> if you don't want kids, you also don't want a woman with huge cans. You want uh, to steer clear of anything that reminds you of breastfeeding or fertility. Interesting. <laughs> but if you're into big breasts, it's probably because you want to reproduce. Hmm. All right. Now, sexist men uh, prefer humongous kajangas. N- yeah. No surprise here. Mm-hmm. In fact, studies show that the size of a guy's sexism roughly equates to his preference in breast size, and, and men who like giant breasts are the most hostile toward women. What'd you call them? Humongous wow. kajungas? Kajungas. Was that a scientific term? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I always heard it was kazongas. <laughs> well, no, really see, that, that's what you thought it was, but it's, it's, it's science. Men who like small breasts want a submissive woman. Oh. Scientists claim men that find flat-chested women, quote, less threatening. They find them less threatening. Small-chested huh? ladies also might remind men of their first love. Oh, like, like when they were 13? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's kind Which of is kind creepy. Which is creepy. kind of yes, sick not, when you think of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of a little boy. Women oh. with uh, implants are three times more likely to kill themselves than other people. This is science as well. Whoa. But not until 10 years ago. Uh, ten years, rather, not until ten years after they've had the surgery. Uh, no one knows why exactly, but it could be that women who want implants in the first place are prone to suicide. So, self, interesting self-esteem issue, perhaps. right? Yeah. Exactly. You'd think we'd have more suicides here in Los Angeles, then. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, mm-hmm. just women saying. jumping out of building windows. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. and, and finally, here's the science that should make us all jump for joy: bras actually cause breasts to sag. They do. Yeah. So what? So I mean, let them out, ladies. ladies yeah. Uh, studies, we go back to the 70s. Studies yeah. show that the restrictive that material in bras prevents muscle development, so breasts start to droop. So you're wearing them to keep them from sagging, but you're causing them to sag. Well, they also make, you know, wow. V-neck sweaters look fantastic. Yeah, true. Just the, all the push-up kind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's science. It certainly is. <laughs> but you know what else? If you're in prison... Does any of this matter, Aaron? No, not really. Apparently in prison, um, you can't even get a look at it because there is actually an inmate that is suing because he cannot get porn in prison. He said that it takes away his rights and that, um, you know, 
he wanted this book that helps draw him draw the f- human form, and he can't get it. So now he's suing, saying that it's like taking oh, so away. So he wasn't rights even about... looking at porn; he was trying to be an artist. Yeah, he's exactly. an artsy fartsy book. Well, yeah, but I mean, he could still just want the porn too. But he's using the more artistic way about it. Oh, so all right, smart guy. No porn in prison, though. Smart and not even creepy. But we do have a creepy clown update. <laughs> That's right, Phil. And you know, Halloween is what a week and a half away. Something like that. I am excited about Halloween. I cannot wait to give candy to little kids and i'm thinking about going with the creepy clown costume because the kids are going to come right up to you then they will they will i look if you give a kid There's a, a kit kat bar they'll go where, bar. yeah they'll go wherever you want <laughs> so uh last week i told you about a creepy clown out in bakersfield been sighted all over town he's carrying balloons he's kind of got an ugly clown face with like a scar across the side of the face and now it's spawned creepy clown sightings across the country there have been creepy, creepy clown, sli- uh, <laughs> creepy uh, brewery. I was going to say that. <laughs> creepy clown creepy sightings. Creepy clown sightings in Florida, Indiana, and New Mexico. Oh. People are posting uh, to Instagram, to Twitter, to Facebook. Oh, my God, look at this creepy clown. And they've all got different costumes on. So this is kind of the cool thing. They don't know if there is some subculture of creepy clowns, but authorities are a little bit worried because it's starting to freak out some of the kids and some of the uh, adults in the area that have kids. It's like, okay, wait, who is this kid? Are they going to do anything? So far, no violence has been uh, attached to the creepy clowns. But sheriff officials out in Florida say, well, you never know. So we're going to keep an eye on it. Is that how they what? said it? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I like how it's Florida and New Mexico that has the creepy clowns. And Indiana, I know, right? Just saying those two places. Mm-hmm. I know. Seeing a pattern. Yeah. Ashley Zender. It's a name for you to Google. Zender. Ashley is A-S-H-L-E-Y. Zender. Z-E-H-N-D-E-R. She's a 24-year-old biology teacher in Pasadena, Texas, which is not far from Houston. And she also coaches cheerleading, or at least she did. She might have trouble finding another job after this. Earlier this month, Ashley asked to talk to a school administrator and said one of her students had somehow gotten a naked photo of her, which he'd been texting to other students. Her best guess was that he used her phone without her knowing it, and telling someone would have been the smart thing for Ashley to do if any of that was true. But once the school started looking into it, a 17-year-old male cheerleader revealed that he and Ashley... Had been sleeping together. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Ashley was in court yesterday. The judge set her bail at ten grand. She's facing felony charges for having an inappropriate relationship with a student. You know, this really comes on the heels of one of the greatest stories of all time involving teachers, female teachers, and a male student. Did you guys see the menage a trois last week? Yeah, The two blonde teachers and the male student. Male students started bragging about it. They had threesomes. Wow. Where was threesomes. this? I could, uh, Not at my what? school. I'm going to find out right now. Wow. We'll, we'll, uh... You are listening to Phil Hewlett and Friends, in case uh, you were not clear on that when we uh, left you last. <laughs> I got excited. Things <laughs> happened. Jay was talking about a threesome in school with teachers. Is that right? Or and, students? Yes, and it turned out it was in Caner, Louisiana. It was between two teenagers and a 16-year-old student. Here's the kicker, and I didn't know wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. You said two teenagers and a 16-year-old oh, student. Yeah. Two teachers. Okay. I'm just so excited about this story because <laughs> I didn't know that this was happening. So the teachers are out on bond, right, and they're waiting trial. 
but police are investigating allegations that the boy made a video of the threesome. Uh-oh, and it's out there? Better start counting the Looks cost like per thousands on that. Be... Oh, boy. <laughs> and and it's, it is truly unfortunate because I prepared my uh, introduction for our, our next guest. And it is, I want to put enough space between what you were talking about and what we're going to talk about now because the very next two words I was supposed to say were, all aboard. <laughs> our, our travel dude. Oh, that is perfect. Our travel dude, Gary Choo Choo Warner, is here uh, with his favorite train rides around the world, and he's taken a few of them. Gary, sorry about the lead-in. Yeah. Um, I've taken all of them, and uh, yeah, uh, thanks for the, uh, the the great news lead in there, Phil. I yeah, well, it. we're trying to stay, keep our fingers on the pulse of what's happening out there. Yeah. All right, so when you talk about train rides around the world, that includes some great rides here in the U.S. of A. Isn't that right? It, it does. You know, and I love I love getting on a train. Uh, it's more than anywhere else in the world, almost. Uh, the United States has kind of given up on trains, and you, you go to Europe or Asia. Um, trains are a, ma- a big part of uh, just general travel, you know, getting to and from. Uh, but here, they're they're more like land cruises now uh, with Amtrak, um, and uh, with a sometimes unreliable cruise line, as it were. Um, I ha- I have a few uh, favorite um, train rides, and and uh, where do we start? I, I wa- well, yeah, well, let's start out with the with with one 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 that's nearby, and that's the Sunset Limited. Out of the many Amtrak trains, I could I could choose, uh, and they all have great names: California Zephyr, Costa, and uh, uh, Coast Starlight, um, the Broadway Limited, and things like that. I like the Sunset Limited. It used to be the last cross country train. It went from Los Angeles to uh, uh, near Orlando, um, but after uh, Hurricane Katrina, they don't go all the way across. It washed out some track. So it goes as far as New Orleans. And it's really uh, just a, a beautiful uh, train ride through the southern part of the United States, uh, really far southern part of the United States. I mean, in El Paso, you, you go past the Mexican border, which is maybe five feet away. Um, but uh, you go across the highest uh, railway bridge um, in the United States, which goes across the Pecos River, and it's just a great ride. Now, I always tell people, I take this one from Los Angeles to New Orleans, and then I fly back, because I wouldn't want to get on this train along the way, because it, it usually ends three, four, five hours behind schedule. And oh. so that can be uh, really, really tough. Wow. So this uh, on, this sounds to me like this particular train more or less follows the route of the uh, of the I-10 all the way uh, down yeah, to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you'll find that you'll find that through a lot of the trains. Uh, the, um, the the Southwest Chief follows route, route 66, which is now what I-40, and um, the, the so what route. what happens when you get to the Atchafalaya Swamp? The what? Where? Yeah. The what? Or is that is that is that farther east? I think that's of farther New along. Farther, farther. I think that's farther east. Maybe that yeah. that's where they had the, uh, the the terrible accident. I think a few years back. Right, the, right. You get the, headed the, the, the headed toward car. Pensacola. You've got to get down right. that far. Yeah, gotcha. right. That, that 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 used to be the way. And and the train operates a long way the other way on the other side. Uh, it, into Florida, but uh, you can't go all the way across in one Let me ask you this. I keep talking to my wife about going to the Grand Canyon, but doing the train thing, doing yep. the, the train through the Grand Canyon. Is that the way to go? 
It's a lot of fun. Basically, it, it doesn't uh, go through the Grand Canyon. It, it drops you off in, um, was it, uh, Williams, I think, Arizona. Exactly and right. Can, yeah, you take a train uh, up there to the south rim of the Grand Canyon, and they have like a whole cowboy shootout. Uh, thing happened along the way. Touristy, it's, you it's, dump a bunch it, of money it's there, very, right? It's very touristy, yeah. And and, and unfortunately, uh, it's very difficult for Amtrak to line its service with the the times when the train, when people would want to be taking the train up to the Grand Canyon. Uh, so if you, they have a nice hotel there. So uh, sometimes you have to get off, do a few hours in the hotel, and then do. Yeah. The, the, the All right. Before there. before Let's we head that. out of the country, I just want to ask: Can you go? farther north and go across the country through the areas uh, that perhaps might get a little snow. Oh, yeah. The, here's here's for what, what most people do who want to go cross-country, and I love cross-country cross trains. You can still go cross-country. You just have to make a connection, uh, usually in Chicago. Um, so you can take the California Zephyr, which goes up through um, – Utah and sort of a, um, the upper Rockies and comes into Chicago sunset limited, which follows route 66. So it skirts, uh, the, the road on the South and then goes up through Kansas and then comes up, uh, almost on the, um, uh, Mississippi river there area, uh, up North, uh, which there's the, the famous one is the, help me here, um, empire builder, the empire builder, which uh, basically goes through the Northern tier, uh, of the United States, and there you're sometimes less than 100 miles from the Canadian border. One of the most famous stops is in uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. It's right across from the, the the lodge, so you can take the train, go stay in the lodge for a few days, and then pick up the train a few days wow. later. So you've got uh, some altitude and, going there too. All right, so we, we yeah. have a, a we're we're running out of time here. We want to make sure we I get into you. some of the other parts. Is the Orient I'm, Express yeah, still a, a worthwhile train to do? Well, no, no. In fact, what, part of what I was talking about uh, today, I want to talk about today, is that I like trains that are real trains that are still there to basically take people from point A to point B. There are these group, these uh, trains like the Rocky Mountaineer and the Orient Express and the Royal Scotsman that are will take you around in luxury and, and stop and show you things. And then usually at night, they stop and either you sleep without moving or you sleep in the hotel. And to me, that's, you know, it, that, that's a whole different breed. I like the ones that, that uh, you, you move along. A, a few of my favorites, um, not too far away, um, Vancouver to Jasper. Um, goes across the Rockies. VIA runs it. Uh, they use 1950s dome cars. And you can sit up in the dome car as you go through the Rockies. Absolutely just gorgeous trip. And then you can come down in, into the, the, the three big national parks they have there, Jasper, Lake Louise, and um, uh, Banff. Uh, that, that's just a, a wonderful trip. I love saying Banff. Uh, it's, a pretty, Banff. it's a pretty place. Too. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a really pretty place. And then if I had to pick, let's say two more in the whole in the whole world, I would say uh, the Indian Pacific, which is a train that goes. It's called that because it goes from the Indian Ocean to the Pacific Ocean in Australia. And this is an epic two and a half day trip uh, out there in the outback. So epic, it left him speechless. <laughs> you know, this is the same thing that happened to us last week with Gary. <laughs> is he done? He's done. Okay. You know, some other fun you can have with trains in the winter is about 100 yards away, you start with a snowball, and then you start rolling that snowball towards the tracks. By the time you get there, 
You've got yourself a, a man-sized snowball. You roll it right on there. Watch the train explode it. It's great fun. Oh, I'm sure the train <laughs> conductor yeah. and the engineer love I'm that. I'm sure the authorities love that as well. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't That's why bother you run the before they see you. Right. Yeah. Well, I've been on trains. Trains are great. I have it a lot fun. of fun. And uh, just don't do those things. We know you hear the stories. Your dad used to talk about taking the silver spoon and putting it on the track and then coming back. Right, putting nice the coins flat. on the there. Flat yeah. penny. Yeah, but uh, you also hear about trains going off the track, so yes. we don't know why. Yes. I was not really encouraging that. I was going for a joke. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, Gary Warner, our travel dude, has a website. You should check it out. It's under construction. He's do- doing some new things over there. You should check it out. But he- he's very funny. He comes up. His uh, the-, the headline on his website right now is Gullible's Travels. Oh. Gullible's Travels. Mm. Interesting, huh? It's intriguing. Anyway, the link for uh, Gary's website is on our on our website, on the links page at philhewlettandfriends.com. All right, we have uh, several interesting stories left, including you saw what Peyton Manning did this weekend, right? We have an update from Chris on some sports and also what the ghouls are out doing and something new at the Sistine Chapel, something you could drive around and have some fun with. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Sounds like a party. And will Jesus pay my bills? Jay has that story for you and a whole lot more next here on Phil Hewlett and Friends. In sports, speed is everything. When it comes to headache relief, speed is the only thing. Introducing Goody's Headache Relief Shot, the all-new liquid fast formula. Just screw off the top, down the shot, and knock back pain for fast, long-lasting relief. Headache pain behind with Goody's Headache Relief Shot. Available now at Walgreens. Here's a great idea for your next outing. A cruise of the L.A. Harbor on a Spirit Cruises yacht. Whether you have a large party, a company outing, wedding reception, a reunion, or you need the perfect setting for a romantic evening, Spirit Cruises offers everything you need to relax and enjoy your time on the water. For a limited time, enjoy Sunday brunch at Portsacal Waterfront Dining right next door. And the first Spirit Cruises Harbor Cruise of the Day is free. For more information, call 310-548-8080 or visit spiritmarine.com. Here we go. Our uh, final segment on today's edition of Phil Hewlett and Friends. I'm Phil. Aaron, Jay, and Chris are all here. And it's a big, um, big sports week. Got the World Series. We'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, Peyton Manning, man, oh man, got man, the record oh now. Yeah. Best uh, best quarterback ever. Is sure, arguably. That was exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he did break what is arguably the most prestigious record in all of professional football. Yesterday, the most touchdowns thrown by an individual. And uh, that's 509 touchdowns over a career. Looks like he's on his way to 600 the way that he's playing. He calmly ripped apart the 49ers defense last night. Oh, very. uh, Uh, Excuse me, Sunday night. And uh, it was, well, by the third quarter, there was two minutes left in the game. And I think it was like a 30 point spread. So now. The guy basically did it in the first quarter, though, right? Yes. He he was on. Stoppable. Right, and then he'd score a touchdown, and he would walk back to the bench, and he would sit down, open the playbook, and start studying for the next play. Yeah, he's so, so calm and collected. Yeah, just another day for him. Mm-hmm. So now the touchdown ball that he threw uh, has flown to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, yesterday. Wow. It did not fly with high security. No, it flew under the seat back in coach. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> it wrapped in a plastic bag. <laughs> So uh, there funny. you go. Football. I loved after he threw, after he broke the record, his teammates started playing keep away with the ball. Yeah. Right. It really shows that these guys are out there just having fun. 
And it you looks know, like it, the way that they're playing. Exactly. Yeah. They're like buds. It's like, you know, it just reminded me of a bunch of kids on yeah. the sandlot playing ball. Well, you know? also, it, it further uh, um, marginalizes the other team. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah, right. It becomes very embarrassing <laughs> for them. Yeah, and does. for the Niners, no doubt, which is kind of a controversy in itself. You yeah. Know? Speaking of uh, the 49ers, they're from San Francisco, and that city has a team in the World Series. They do. Again, for the third time in five years, by the way, the Giants are traveling to Kansas City. Well, they're there right now. The game starts in a couple of hours. They'll start at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, it'll be the first game of the World Series. The Giants, well, we know what their record has been. Kansas City hasn't been to the World Series since 1985. Who's favored? Uh, Kansas City's favored. and they're, really? Yeah, they're on a roll right now. They That's have good. not lost a game in the playoffs. Well, they, you you realize here in Los Angeles there is no way we can root for the Giants. I am. I'm rooting for them. What's the matter like with too, you? Actually. Because I'm, I am a state I'm a lover of this state, and when one of the teams that is my top priority team goes out, I follow another team in this state if they're still in it. So uh, I'll go that way. Technically, you're a Raiders fan then, because you're a Chargers and I fan. am a Raiders fan. And in '02, when the Raiders went to the Super Bowl with Rich Cannon oh, Gannon get and, and Timmy Brown, sir, you disgrace. all the boys back in it. Oh yeah, I was all over it. All right, so uh, what do you guys say? I'm going Casey uh, in in Casey uh, in five. I'm Casey in five. Yeah. You're writing them down, Jay? We're gonna yeah, track I'll write them down. Okay. I'll write them down. I'm going, and I hate to say this, Giants in seven. Wow. You know, I was going to say the same thing, so now I'm going to go Giants in six just to keep some some dynamic here. Okay, now, oh, Aaron, great. you know what sport we're talking about, right? Do they get touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know it's sport. I'm an Angels fan, so I was very disappointed that this playoff season. Um, but I'm going to say I'm going to have to go, I think, with Phil on this. I'm kind of Kansas probably... I don't think they're going to sweep, but yeah. so th- now they play in five. Okay. Yeah, Royals, Royals in five. Yep. Okay. I'm telling they're you, they're hard Giants, to beat right now. They are hard to beat, but the Giants have the experience of playing at that level. They do because I actually went to a couple games the last time they won the World Series, and they know how to. They know you know, how to. They win. know how to win, yeah. but this team has the heart. The Royals are like. Honor, you know, sometimes some that, yeah, they got the mo big time. Yeah, <laughs> Bumgardner starting on the mound for the Giants tonight, who's just been phenomenal yeah, this postseason. Yeah. All right, wonder who the Pope thinks is going to win. <laughs> the Vatican. The Va- <laughs> they're winning right now. What are they? How are they well, winning? They are winning apparently because they might be making some money. Um, the Vatican is now renting out the Sistine Chapel, um, and they did that for the first time this Saturday for Porsche. I guess Porsche enthusiasts could come to the Sistine Chapel for $5,900 a head, and they got a private concert while they got to admire the Sistine Chapel ceiling. Wow. Now, Man. Jeez. Yes. Now, the Pope agreed to rent it out for the art, um, his Pope Francis Art of Charity project, and the Vatican is saying it's not actually rented. It's just private groups can come see the Sistine Chapel yeah. for money. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, That's first time. Renting. Yes, for renting. So first time it's happened, but they're hoping other companies will want to do the same thing and get this oh, kind of will. really amazing experience. I don't I don't see any kind of a problem with that because if you just if you've ever been to the Sistine Chapel or the uh, St. Peter's Basilica, um and you look around inside, it, it basically is you, you think about when all of that was built. It is so opulent. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of guys saying, "We are the church. Don't mess with us." Right. Mhm. 
No, it's very cool, man. And so why not just kind of follow that frame of mind and uh, charge companies like Porsche a bunch of money to put on their thing? Well, it's not really not a church these days. It's more of like a a museum. It's like an artwork. Right, because the the big services happen in the square. Right. Yes. So Outside. They get some like 20,000 visitors a day. Yeah. Oh, I know. And ladies, be careful. If you're not covered up enough, they won't Uh, let you in. Yes, I had to go buy a shawl when I was there (laughs) to wear over my shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know that yet. Learn your lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you can just stay outside and you can pray to Jesus. Pray to Jesus. Please let me in. (laughs) Woman in Oklahoma is claiming to be married to Jesus, by the way. Did you guys hear this story? No. Get this. So she went to El Chico Restaurante. (laughs) Well, I guess I kind of went. Mexican and Italian, right. yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, El Chico restaurant in Oklahoma, Law Town, Law Town, Law Town. Yes, uh, she ordered food and several alcoholic drinks, and the waiter dropped the check off, and she says, "Oh, my husband will be here in moments to pay the bill." <laughs> oh, okay. Well, after a half an hour and several other alcoholic drinks, husband never showed, and he's. She said, "Oh, my husband is Jesus Christ." He'll be here to pay the tab. My goodness. Restaurant uh, owner called the cops. She got arrested and, I guess, later on admitted that she didn't have any money and just needed a free meal. No. Aww, did Jesus bail her out? No. Oh. <laughs> so what you have to do, wash dishes or? No, they took her away. Oh, okay. Yeah, they took oh, her away. Really? spent the night in jail. A lot of strange yeah. things happen at restaurants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you know Nicki Minaj? You know who that is. You know that she once was a waitress at the Red Lobster? No, but that's fantastic. But she got fired for her crazy attitude. She says she followed a couple, a couple of people who had taken her pen into the parking lot. What? And then, and then she flipped them the bird. Okay, oh. that might have been excessive, but I can understand the pen stealing. Because when you work in a restaurant, yeah. people take your pens. Well, she says it was a special pen. Oh. Well, like actually, a... no, it was not a special okay. pen. She was asked if it was. She said, no, it wasn't a special pen. But the whole thing for her, it was principal. Oh, God, get out of here. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah, you can't let your bit go? Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, don't, Jay, don't you have a worker, a restaurant worker story? I do. And, you know, we were talking about chilies a little bit earlier. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I figured out what their secret sauce is, Phil. You mentioned that it might be salt. Yeah. Chilies in Florida. Love that state because they've got the craziest people that live there. Evidently, a Chili's worker had to be fired after photos of an employee working in the back cooking surfaced on social media, right? Well, that doesn't sound too bad. Well, the man was shirtless. Shirtless. I saw those pictures, yeah. And it was labeled Sexy Cooks of Chili's was the... uh, Wow. They need a calendar. Not with this guy. Oh. How do you look? Well, let's just say it's he's a Florida cook <laughs> at Chili's. Yeah. Right. Okay. How did he look? Enough said. Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it at that. That's so horrible. you know, the tattoos are maybe oddly placed, the goatee doesn't look all that well kept. <laughs> I'm just saying. Saying he's unkempt. Yes. All right, we'll leave you with something uh, to make you go, Oh. On Saturday a house caught fire in Fresno. California, and a woman on the sidewalk started screaming that her 73-year-old father was still inside, hooked up to his oxygen tank. That could that could blow, right? Right. That's he was probably scary. sitting there smoking. Uh, when uh, Which is when a guy, some guy, just casually walked toward the fire, went inside the house, 
And about 30 seconds later, he came running back out with the dad on his shoulder. And while <laughs> everyone was checking on the dad, the guy who saved dad vanished, and no one seems to know who he was. There, there was uh, also a couple uh, other guys who ran in, but uh, he's the one who pulled the guy out. And all we know is that he looks Hispanic, 40s or 50s. He was wearing a Dodgers hat, and a woman got it all on video, so there is a shot of his face. And by the way, the fire did about $100,000 damage. No one was killed. The dad was treated for smoke inhalation and then released, but uh, this guy saved him and uh, didn't stick around for anybody to say thank you. It's like what that movie guy. Hero. You, you guys remember Hero? Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Hey, we love your comments. Click contact at philhewlettandfriends.com on the web, or you can find us on Twitter at Faf Show. We're on Facebook as well. Like us. Thanks to our executive producer, Mike Stark. Our producer is Brooke Peterson. Our assistant in training is Richard Freifeld. Our theme song, composed and performed by Russ Monson for Aaron Myers, Jay Campadonia, and Chris Martin. I'm Phil Hewlett. Can't wait to talk with you next time on Phil Hewlett and Friends. In sports, speed is everything. When it comes to headache relief, speed is the only thing. Introducing Goody's Headache Relief Shot, the all-new liquid fast formula. Just screw off the top, down the shot, and knock back pain for fast, long-lasting relief. Leave headache pain behind with Goody's Headache Relief Shot, available now at Walgreens. Here's a great idea for your next outing, a cruise of the L.A. Harbor on a Spirit Cruises yacht. Whether you have a large party, a company outing, wedding reception, a reunion, or you need the perfect setting for a romantic evening, Spirit Cruises offers everything you need to relax and enjoy your time on the water. For a limited time, enjoy Sunday brunch at Portsacal Waterfront Dining right next door, and the first Spirit Cruises Harbor Cruise of the Day is free. For more information, call 310-548-8080 or visit spiritmarine.com.